Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to IndyCar Weekly. I am the Star Wars Sports Insider, Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Connor Daly, IndyCar driver, and a uh, guy who's just kind of everywhere at this point, really, just guest starring for other teams, hanging out with the Andretti guys, hanging out with the HSR guys, You're just all over the place these days. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what it's got, that's what it takes, um, you know, potential to do anything and everything, and that's that's my goal, is to be a racing driver, so... So yeah, that's, that's now my title again, is just Racing Driver. Racing Driver. Well, we're glad we could bring some consistency to your life here in this weekly show. Um, and podcast host. Podcast host, exactly. That's been, that's been, your, that's been your title. For just internet guy. Yeah, right. Really, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> um, I gotta ask you too, did you ever get the, I, I was gonna bring this up later, but did you ever get the answer to who's in the car at your, in your picture as a child at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Yes, you yes. You who it was? It was uh, Dan Drynan. Dan Drynan. Dan Drynan, or... Uh, or potentially Tice Carlson. Uh, there are apparently three different people drove that car in 1996 to try and qualify, and none of them qualified. So okay, wild move because I was like, this is hilarious. This is. I mean, I had some very, very interesting answers. Like, yeah. w- like wild, and people were still answering. Obviously, because they don't look at the internet, and they're like, people still answering, still answering. I'm like. No, we found this yeah. out. <laughs> we figured it out. But it took a while for people to really get in there, and. Um, Found out a lot about Dan Drynan or Drynan Drynan, I guess. Okay. Uh, which was very interesting. So a lot of indie indie car history there. Um, yeah, I guess that car was struggled struggled okay. to make it. So uh, very, you never know what you can find out about it because I always find that the most interesting about the Indy 500. You always know, you always see pictures of the winners, yeah, and potentially the front row qualifiers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But I want to know who's grinding to make the race <laughs> and from 1990. You know, 1990 to 97, I want to see, you know, who was P20 to P40, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be really funny to see, and just, I, I, I always love finding that out, because I was there, and those were the guys that I was really interested in, I was always interested in, who's not going to make the race, or who's going to make the race, and that was, that was, that was very interesting to me, so, I'm glad we're back there now, to having people potentially miss or make the race. Yeah, no, we're getting we're getting bumping and, and that's fun. But I'm glad you used the power of the internet to to learn some in, indie car history. That is uh, fascinating. Something you couldn't just Google. So I'm I'm impressed by uh, your following. Been able yeah. to. I know it wasn't. Didn't seem it was like yeah. It seemed like there was eight answers at first, but it looks like it, it got straightened out from what I saw. I didn't ever know if you actually. Yes, seen I it. did find out. Okay, for yeah. sure. Okay. And, I, and and then Tice Carlson even chimed in on Twitter as oh. well to like help. You know, to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. he's yeah. like, oh, that might have been my run when we broke a radiator or something qualifying, okay. and I was like, I don't know, but I was at least five years old for sure. <laughs> with the with the bulk yeah. haircut. Looking. You know, it's funny. Things always happen to me when I'm recording this podcast. Like, I get a text. We get from, new, do you have more news? No, <laughs> not news. And it's like, well, this is an important text for the future. So, okay, we'll so go ahead. You now. want me to just? 
Go okay. ahead and just keep your brains buzzing because my my head went straight out the window here for a second, and then now we're back. So how about how about I just talk know for a that during this <laughs> during this podcast, I get texts about the remaining about my remaining IndyCar season. <laughs> And you never know what will happen. Maybe I'll do more races. Who knows? You're going to leave everyone hanging like that, right? We're going to leave you hanging That's because this brutal. is very sensitive. Okay. But obviously everyone knows I'm trying to do the remaining ovals. Yes. <laughs> but, we, we, but, but you'll just have to wait and see about how. Because everyone, everyone, you know what's hilarious is the fact that most people at Road America are like, hey, we can't wait to see you in the remaining ovals. And I was like, guys, I was only in for Texas. <laughs> like. I don't know if anyone ever saw, but like it was only for Texas, and they're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yes, I know it's weird to say that, but it was only for Texas." But there are many things that are potentially, um, you know, there are many deals that 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 are on. You know, it's hard <laughs> it's to go IndyCar racing. Like, yes. It's not like it's a, hey, you know, show up and we're gonna pay you a lot of money and it's gonna be great and you get all kinds of cool things along the way. No, it's like. It's hard, so. Well, so do, yes. do you need to respond to this text? I can talk for a minute while you do that. Is that? Is no, that let's be. I'm in the power position here. Let's just be. Oh, you're gonna hold let's them. leave them hanging. We'll hold out. A little bit. I, if, if you start talking about something for a while, you know, maybe I'll respond. <laughs> but all right, well, let's just we'll hold them on the on the on the end for a little bit. That was our most intriguing intro yet. So no, we're gonna talk. Yeah. We'll talk about America. We'll of course get into some silly season stuff. There's a lot to, to talk about. You've heard some rumors. I've heard some rumors. So we'll talk about what we've heard about America because this is when everything kind of picks up right around right after Indy. Usually is when you start hearing these kind of things. I always think it's mid Ohio. Really, mid Ohio is when people start getting real silly. Okay, well, I mean, it was pretty silly at Road America, man. It was, which like, is way early for that. Yeah, it's way early for that. It is, but that's what was Mid Ohio is the weekend where I heck I've had fourteen different IndyCar rides after Mid Ohio. It's like, <laughs> yep, we're doing this, we're doing that, I'm I'm doing this. That's the craziest weekend of all. So when is it finalized then? It's Mid Ohio is when it gets nuts, and then when do you when generally do you see it, get, it getting like? Is it like around? Uh, like, well, I mean, I've never had deals, so I, I mean, all that stuff ends up being not real. But okay, for other fortunate people with all their money and fame and stuff like that, it's usually. You know, it, it's it, it's different, but things start to, you know, really boil up around mid-Ohio. Okay. And then after that, it's like September. September's the month where it's like, this is, things either need to Real be happening month. or they're not happening. Okay. So. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into some silly season. I don't know. We can talk about, we'll have, we have a lot of your Twitter questions, a lot of good stuff from you guys. Yes, so good, we'll, good Twitter. We'll get in tweets. there and then... Um, I guess we can talk about Toronto a little bit. I mean, it's so far away. Yeah, let's talk about. But yeah, but it's the next race. So. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what people are going to be thinking about. And you know, heck, I, I drove a Toronto last year, yeah, and you I, did. Think, I think at this time I didn't know if I was going to be driving in Toronto. So was it? Was, that was your that was your first one, right? With the HSR? Yes. Not Harding. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, it was just Harding. Yeah, let's make sure to clarify. (laughs) Apologize. Just Harding. Just Harding at the time. Yes. And yes, that was your first race with them. You ended up. But heck, even this weekend, I was like, I was asking, I was asking Ricardo Yunkas. I was like, Hey, can we do Toronto? Like, if you get yourself sorted out, like, I want to do Toronto. I I was talking to people. I was like, I really want to do that race. It seems like a race where things randomly happen for. So, and Ricky was like. No, <laughs> I don't think we could do that. Are we gonna see, do you know if we're going to see Ricky again this year? Probably not. Doesn't I don't know. Yeah. You know what though? He's got a lot. I, I just like talking. I talk to Ricardo every weekend, and I, I yeah. and I tell him every weekend. I was like, hey man, if you ever figure something out, you know, I know I know Kyle's there, and obviously that would be a great story yeah. to have those guys. But if you want to run, you know, something else, you never know. Maybe 
maybe I'll sort in there, slide in there somehow. But uh, I always just talk to him, just see if I can help him, and and uh, and he's a great guy, obviously. Yeah. And you know, he's he's got super successful cars still on the road to Indy. The guys winning races every weekend. Yep, Reigns VK, which is awesome. This weekend, um, lights. And I, and and you know, it's funny to see that because. I I always think of him as IndyCar team owner guy now. You yeah, know what I mean, and you still look, and I was like, oh, maybe is 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 he stressed because he's trying to get this IndyCar program? No, he's still winning at yeah. every category. Like he's still winning every weekend and doing a great job. So the guy puts a lot of people, a lot of good people in place there, and uh, and that's awesome. It would, so, be, it would be nice to see. I mean, obviously, we all remember how cool things turned out for him in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, just that, just that whole week. It was one of the greatest kind of Cinderella stories that we've had in a while. Oh yeah. And uh, so now, I think we're all hoping that we can see Ricardo and, and yeah, maybe, like you said, maybe Kyle back, maybe you, maybe you back. Yeah, maybe both of us. And who knows? Let's, cars? Yeah. Just, let's throw all the cars out there. So yeah, I mean, let's just get silly. That's what we're doing. Silly season stuff, and then uh, yeah, we'll talk to Ronald, do some Twitter questions. I feel like I've repeated myself. So yeah, yeah you did. Well, but we're, let's just go into Road America. Just because. go back to. America because that's what we have to discuss first there's a lot of things that happened there well there was one thing that happened that was just like it was like its own race which yep. was just Alex putting a half second between everybody himself every lap yep and then there was the rest of the and race. three of my friends won money because I told them hammer Alex he's gonna win by a mile why didn't you, you put okay so on the podcast <laughs> it's before, so easy you picked Simon Pagano on the podcast before I picked Did Simon I in my article and I cited you yes yep. and I said Connor told me to pick Simon I'm going yeah but as Simon. soon as we get there and as soon as you really see what's going on like let's talk about this okay Alex dominated right yeah but he was in position to do these things before, like in multiple different races. Okay. Like where where was it? Detroit, right? Yes. Darn it, there was a yellow or right. something was happening where Alex got sent back. And there's been a couple races where that has happened to him. Where like for sure pull up his he now. had you know, he he was in the lead. Anytime Alex is in the lead, he is not going to be taking it like he's not going to lose the lead, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and that's happened to him before, like multiple times. So when I saw him get the lead, I was like, okay, no one's going to pass him. It's not just not going to happen unless, unless something happens in the pits, you know, like he can't get fuel in the car for some reason, yeah. uh, which seems to be a trend for him. But his, you know, or, or, the, or there was a piece of the track that was in the middle of the road. I was, was like, weird. oh, here's, yeah. gonna, here's a yellow. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. But when Alex gets in the lead, like the, the, I don't see anyone stopping him. I, I just don't see it. Um, so yeah, I, I could have I could have predicted that a hundred million miles away. Um, Thanks for telling me. It was great, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, I think I honestly think like he was so mad after qualifying, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, Colton is just doing magical things. I mean, the guy's out of control fast, uh, and it's and it's and it's crazy. But like, you could as soon as you got through turn one. Oh. And like the Alex, when he chopped Colton into turn two, which again, smart of Colton not to stay in there because I think yeah, the, the, the red mist of, of of Alex just being just just doing his thing. As soon as he came across Colton's nose into turn two, no one was going to see him ever again. Because if you saw the gap, like honestly, it's really funny because like I I remember this is this is something that I always loved. Like whenever I got into the lead and like it was a Pro Mazda or Indy Lights or, or even an Indy car, like whenever we got in the lead, like it's, it does something to your brain and it does something differently that like you just go away. 
Like it was like the Indy Grand Prix. Like when I passed Elio, like it was just here we go. Yeah. Like that's that's no one's gonna catch me if I'm gonna get in the lead, right? And it's the same thing I think with Alex. Like Alex, Alex when he gets in the lead, gone. Yeah. You know, other, unless it's an oval, like ovals well, are that's different. very different. Yeah. Like if you're on a road course and you have a certain you know feeling in your car that you that you like it, um, and and you, there's obviously a lot of different factors that go into that, but for sure. I, I see I see that happening here and I see it happening again, right? Like Long Beach, Long Beach we saw it. Yeah. I see it happening again. It's at some point this year we're gonna talk about a race where there's no one involved in it other than Alex. He just checks out. Or yeah, yeah because I, I just think that that's sometimes that you get on that level, right? Yeah. Because Simon's done that before. Yeah. Simon won three races in a row and you're like, well, how did this happen? Yeah. Why is he winning by a long way? Yeah. Because if you if you and your engineer get on the same page and you figure out what you need no one is going to beat you. And it's like, you know, but, but that that's going to happen, right? Yeah. And again, one of the best races of the season, I thought. Just overall. Uh, overall. Like, like beyond rough. People passing 100%. people, incredible racing. And I'm glad that they focused on that because I saw, like, a lot of great overtaking moves. And, I mean, we saw Dixon go from last to fifth. Like, awesome racing. I mean, some of the best racing all season because of, you know, the tire dig. That was awesome. Firestone did a great job yeah, there. Reds think. were falling off quick. Hey, Reds man. were falling off. Yeah. And I mean, I, I thought it was a great race. Like, happy for Alex, but also happy that, like, everyone was fighting. Yeah. And, like, Colton had a, you know, had a wild race. You know, Dixon had a wild race. The Penske teammates were battling each other. I mean, even deep in the field, you know, you had the two Carlin teammates were fighting each yep. other. You know? All race. I, I watched it. Yeah. I saw it with yeah. my eyes. Um, and, and, yeah, I just – I think it was a great race overall. And, and, and that's that's what you want to see. You want to see, you know, the obviously the most powerful driver won and the most – you know, those guys – you know, you ask Will, Will and Joseph, they're like, yep, never saw him, never going to – that was never going to happen. Yeah. Which is totally fine because that's sometimes that's racing, right? But the rest of the field was still fighting for everything that they could get out of it. And that was awesome. Yeah. Well, before I want to get into a couple of things you said, but the one is just to say that I think the IndyCar community agreed with you because we saw a really significant TV rating uh, for this race in terms. And again, I think Great some people. Job, like, race fans. They were, I that. think some people thought maybe because Rossi had checked out that fans were going to leave. But I think you're right. I think that Terry Linger and, and Rich Campbell and those guys. Um, Richard Connor, sorry. Uh, and guys in NBC did a really good job of trying to focus on the rest of the race, checking in on Alex when they needed to. Because that needs to happen. Yeah. Like, TV uh, people, like, need to, I, I mean, uh, they need to look at the racing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's for P17. Yeah. Like, it looks cool. Like, yeah. and it's rewarding for that driver because, like, every position counts. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's, if it's obviously Santino Ferrucci has done a great job during the year, I hate to say it because obviously we know my personal opinions there. But the guy's done a great job, and and maybe today the, the, that race he struggled, right? The guy finished nineteenth, but I'm sure at some point there was something cool happening. Yeah, and there was you know great footage of of you know whether it's even even if it's Zach Veach, right, and and Patricio and Chilton battling for those positions. Yeah. I'm sure that was a great fight, right? And I'm glad that at some point. The TV looked at those battles, or looked at Jack Harvey, or even guys who were finishing back there, right? Yeah, like that was cool. So we did see some of that, right? And we saw some of the midfield lot. battles. And like Hunter Ray had a great race. Like Hunter Ray was, I mean, on a tear at the beginning. Him and Dixon were just like wild, like just, just boom, boom, boom. Here we yeah. go. And what is hilarious about all that? I was like, everyone's using their overtake, and yeah. at some point at the end of the race. 
someone's not going to have overtake, which it was Colton in this case. Colton and like yep. Dixon had a lot more because he's a wizard or he's got more than everyone else, which is not true. But like you always <laughs> think, well, Dixon's yeah. got There's something. Was, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really funny to see that. And I'm glad that the TV is focusing on the racing, which is important. They did. They did a great job with that. I actually think you, you talk about a guy like Dixon, Rosenquist, I think passed 17 guys or 18. I think yeah, seven. Rosenquist, again. Another great, great race. race. But yep. again, and he finished sixth. So it's, is it a yeah. great result? It's, not, it's a good one. It but is not, a good result. Yeah, it's that, a great That's one. a fight. But we, right? we got to see him during the race. And I thought that was interesting. Hinch, I thought had a really great race. Hinch, yeah, yeah. Hinch had a great race. And it was fun to watch. I mean, him going, to, going toe-to-toe with Dixon. Going we toe-to-toe with people Perla. hitting each other. Yep. I mean, are you kidding me? You had a bunch of people just banging doors we don't not we do not have doors on these cars right no doors no nascar stuff but you're banging wheels we steering wheels are flying out of simon's hand and forcing cars out into the, into the runoff i mean the, the turn five was nuts <laughs> i mean it's just i've been in that corner before and it's it's because the track is an old surface because it's a very historic track right uh-huh. like the surface is not that grippy because it's old. Okay. So like when you lock up and when you do go in too fast, like that's when you see cars just going and literally a thousand miles east. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there's no hope. Like I'm sure Marcus Erickson, the funniest thing about that, he was a rookie here, right? This practice you're talking about? Yeah. 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 No, no, during the race oh. even. He was so oh, far yeah. out yeah. into the time, into the, into the runoff yeah. that it's like, I'm sure he was just like, what in the world is going on here? How am I this far? How am I 6,000 miles west of the apex? Yeah. Because that just happens. Like, when you lock up in that corner and when you go wide, that's why they put all those crazy curbs out there and they extended the runoff because when when that happens, I mean, you'll see it in the next, I saw it in the NASCAR Xfinity race when I did that last year. Right. If you carried a little bit too much speed out there, you were flying off the track. And and that's that was very fascinating, I thought, because you saw Sato do it, you saw Erickson do it, you saw Simon. Like I mean, you saw twenty cars out. Every single car at some point was flying through the grass, and it's great because like that's what happens, right? Like this is racing. Like if you if you use too much, if you go a little bit, uh, you carry too much speed in. Like that's why Lewis Hamilton put it on his Instagram story, and you saw the fact that like. Yes, there is a little bit of pavement runoff, but it's like a big jaggedy curb, and then it's grass, and then it's gravel. Yeah. But there's enough grass and gravel to maybe potentially get away with it, which is great. Most right? people but got like, to most people got away with it. Around. No yeah. one planted themselves in the barrier, no. which I I honestly have no idea how Erickson got out of the barrier. I thought he was literally in the tire barrier and he got out of and it. And he somehow so, wiggled out of it. Great stuff. And yeah. came back up and finished what? 13th? Yeah, he still had a great like yeah, a decent bag. Not bad considering he did away with that and have a de- like 13th place. Like that's great. Yeah. Well, Colton. I mean, Colton was. Drove through like I don't know 40, 50 yards of grass at one point, yes. and and came back and finished and finished eighth. And I know he didn't have the race he wanted to, but I mean, he, I think he did a hell of a job doing yeah. what he what he had to do. And that tire, we got to talk about their uh, tire strategy real quick because I think a lot of people bashed. Like Colton tweeted it out at one point and said he was getting his team was getting bashed for going with the the alternates. And he, first of all, I want to point out his team was not the only one to have done that because he started used reds right. right? I was I walked the grid from front to back, yeah. or well, back to front. Excuse me. And every single car that I saw on used reds, I was like, because I was I was walking with the Brigadier General in the Air Force, Brigadier General Sears, yeah. And we had been talking about because I had remember talking to Alex during the weekend, and Alex was like, uh, 
I don't think the Reds are going to last. And I was like, yeah, no chance. Like, not no way. Because he was like, yeah, if you saw some of the times that people were doing from start to finish on Reds, massive drop-off. Yeah. When I was walking the grid and I saw people on used Reds, I was like, why is this happening? Yeah. I was like, who thought this was a good idea? You know what I mean? But it was only personified by Colton because the guy started on pole. He started first, exactly. So obviously if you start on pole like that, something is going to happen and it's going to be like, oh, why did that happen? You know what I mean? But there were a lot of other guys in that same position. And that's why I think you saw that some other people were struggling as well at yep. the end. Or, or they either got rid of those reds early and they went new reds again to uh, you know finish that off right. because they realized that, oh, crap, you know these reds are going to be terrible. Right. But sadly for Colton, it was just it. He got stuck with him at the end, exactly. and that you know other people, other people were in that same position. I think it wasn't Simon, just I think Simon was in that spot too. I could be wrong, but I thought Simon was yeah. there too. Someone else like was on used reds at the beginning because there were like at least five or six cars that I saw on used reds, and I was like, oh, that is not a good idea, <laughs> and I wasn't even racing. But yeah, I, I think sadly for Colton, it was obviously that strategy was personified because he was yeah. on pole. Yeah, like, no, we get it. Yeah. Everyone that happens. Like, you can't blame the team because, yeah, as a driver, you're like, well, sometimes there are many times where I've thought in the race where these Reds are never going to last. And they do. Okay. And so that's why I'm sure these teams, because Firestone does such a great job, it's like, well, you know, the Reds might go off, but, you know, it's going to be the same for everyone. Yeah. But, but this time it was more. Like, the Reds definitely did go off more, which, you know, created some great strategy and great racing at the end. Yes. Because drivers hanging on to cars with with no tires is wild. Fun to watch. Someone even asked me. I was in Andretti Hospitality watching the end, and they were like, what is that like? You know, what is that like when the tires are going off and Gone, you literally... Yeah. Colton had the fastest car of the race, right? He did the fastest lap of the race. Like, he, he obviously was doing a great job. Yep. But when your tires go off, it doesn't matter if you're in a Penske. It doesn't matter if you're... You know, Ayrton Senna driving, uh, you know, a car. It, you cannot go as fast anymore because the tires are just gone. Yeah. And so that, you know, that's a wild, a wild scenario there. And I think he did it as good as he could have done to stay where he did. Because honestly, when I saw him defending and like going back and getting Dixon, repassing Dixon and stuff like that, I was like, good stuff. Yeah. I think he's like, that's like, you got to do what you got to do. And that was very entertaining. And obviously since, you know, Colton and Dixon had a little bit of a history, obviously from Texas. So it was cool to see them fighting again. Yeah. Um, but it is very, very hard to drive on tires that are not there anymore. Are you enjoying? Because I, I and I got a chance to write about this, but I was I got I enjoyed watching Scott do this because so many times I feel like we watch Scott start at the front of a race, has a championship lead, protects it, doesn't take any doesn't take too many risks, <laughs> just kind of beats the guy that's like, okay, if you're going to do something stupid, I'll let you go ahead of me or whatever. I'll I'll be happy to take third instead of second. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Build, 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 build. But this year, this this last couple races, especially at Texas, we saw it kind of cost him. Which you're, you're still not going to blame him, and that's fine. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> no. But we see him can't get, blame anyone. We see him gets uh, spun out at the at the very first lap. He's ten seconds behind the field in last place, and races his way up to fifth with no yellows. Like to me, I was like, okay, this this is a, the different tactics that we usually get to watch, and I kind of enjoy yeah. enjoy being able to see that. Well, you know what, what? I think it's great because we are seeing that IndyCar is so competitive. Like I think Graham Graham says it a lot. Like in his interviews, it's like. 
you know, Graham finished the race in fourth, which is a great day, mm-hmm. right? But he, you know, you interview, and even the Penske drivers will say it too. It's like, that's all we had. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it is so competitive and so good in this racing series. And I, 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 I cannot wait to answer a Twitter question because I, I saw it and I was like, yep, I can't wait to answer this one. Because it's like, well, would some of our guys, you know, be good in Formula One if you put them in one of the big three teams? It's like one million percent because it is so good over here and it doesn't matter if you put Lewis Hamilton in a Ganassi car like I think Lewis Hamilton and Scott Dixon could do essentially the same thing right because I think they are very good drivers yeah in very good cars and it's just you know obviously Lewis Hamilton is super good yeah five-time world champion or whatever ridiculous but this is professional motor racing. You know, there are really good drivers across the planet. You know, there are probably drivers in wherever you see it, whether it's V8 supercars or whatever, whether it's, you know, super formula in Japan, you know, there there are probably really good drivers that could do whatever they're doing in their respective racing series. They could also do that in another racing series. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's it's really cool to see that. Um, and I think to see Dixon have to go from last up to fifth is really cool. Just, and yeah. and I think that really makes him look awesome again. Obviously, IndyCar put up another highlight video of Dixon making every single pass that he did. Yeah. Which I wish they would do of other people. But sometimes okay. that doesn't happen. Okay. Right? Sometimes there is only Dixon going from 23rd back to fifth. Because, again, I... I actually look at that and I'm like, well, I actually don't know if many people are doing that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen Will Power do that. I don't know if I've seen Joseph go from fourth at the beginning back to last and back to fifth again. Right. You know, I don't. I don't know if I've seen that before. But I feel like it's like, oh yeah, I'm sure other people could do that too. But maybe they can't. Yeah. And maybe that is just a Dixon thing to where it is like, hey, Dixon is really supremely good. Yeah. And that's cool to see, but. This entire IndyCar field, whether it's the top 10 in points, are all super talented individuals. Yeah. And right now, the teams are all really good at that sharp end of the grid. So it's cool to see. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I get it. I, I think you're probably right. I think there are other drivers who could do it. I just, don't, I just don't think we see Scott in position to do it very often. Yeah, we, we don't. Because he's always there. He starting he's like fourth. The and he's yeah. like, yeah, okay, now he's going to move up to second. Like, and great, he made two passes, and that was fine. And, and that's what he should be doing. Obviously, that's what the, the, you expect these guys at the, at the top of the grid to be doing. But... Exactly. I, I thought it was rare, and I thought it was interesting to watch. You mentioned Graham Rahal. I, you mentioned his interviews, and I wanted to get back, cause, and I think you kind of alluded to this already, but he's been saying since, I want to say the GP, maybe even before that, yeah. um, the Andretti cars are the best cars in the field. And he said, <laughs> he's like, I, and he said it again this weekend after Colton, which, by the way, it's really funny because now nobody will even refer to Harding Steinbrenner racing anymore. Yeah. They all just refer to it as Andretti Autosport. Which I love. <laughs> I love that because I will always say that. That's what and... they, they don't even say it anymore. Like, like, <laughs> I, I think Graham like pretended to mix it up. He's like, oh, I mean Harding Steinbrenner racing. Yeah. And then, but I think like Joseph and those guys just said Andretti Autosport. Like they didn't even. Yeah. They didn't even. Well, and, and again. Yeah, like I, I think that's a little bit unfair because of course it is, the, but it's funny. That's all I meant. Yeah, they are, you know, they are built differently, right? Like the, the Harding Sandbrenner car is built in the Harding Sandbrenner shop, correct? So it's not, and 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 that's why I think sometimes it is the Harding Sandbrenner team is building their car in their shop. It's not in the Andretti shop. So like 
I don't know why, you know, yes, there is a benefit to Andretti Technologies, right? Right. Which is the official partnership, right? Right. But like when I look at it, when I talk to Brian Barnhart over the weekend, because I'm like, hey man, if I see myself in the future in some sort of an Andretti car, there are none, right? Like in a full season capacity, there are no Andretti cars, right? Like there's four cars that are full next year. And even, you know, even when we get into silly season talk, like Alex obviously, you know, wants to be with Andretti yes. and Andretti wants Alex. So there are no open Andretti seats. So where is there an opening? Well, there's the 88 car and the 8 car that was essentially supposed to be a real pa- car, right? Pa- 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 awards car, right? So when I talk to Brian Barnhart, I'm like, hey, like I want to be a full season entrant. Well, where are you going to do it? Harding Simon Racing. Okay. Because there's no other place that you're going to do it. So would I be happy there? I think any driver would be happy there because obviously those cars are being built well by incredible people that I have seen and worked with because they were at Harding when it was Harding, but there wasn't the Andretti technology part as well. So I think, you know, that, that's why I say, you know, obviously going and racing with Andretti is an awesome opportunity, but like it's not discrediting any of the mechanics that I've worked with in the past or the people in the team, like at Foyt, right? Like I worked with some awesome people at Foyt, right? But there was a limiting factor there that isn't necessarily the people and their brains that are working on the car, you know what I mean? So that's why it's it's something that's really interesting. Yes, Harding Simon Racing is yeah. doing an awesome job. Yeah. And they do have incredible people there, like my engineer Andy and Nathan O'Rourke, like incredible people, right? But the hands that are doing the work are still the same people that I was also working with, you know, last year when we were really struggling to put, you know, what we needed to do, you know, to, to get to the front. So it's really cool to see that, that they are getting the success that they deserve. Yes. But it's a team effort, right? It's everything. It's all the people. It's all the equipment. When you put it all together and you have a driver like Colton Herta, it's on the pole. Yeah. Which is awesome. I think they're just, like I said, I, I, I don't want to say bitter is not the right word. The Penske and Great Hall guys about about, about the Andretti cars being so fast. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit bitter. But it's also, I think they're just teasing. I think they I, I think they, they respect Brian Barnhart and all the rest of the guys at the HSR. Yeah, of course. I don't want to like, yeah, because I don't want to imply that. I just... It makes me laugh during interviews sometimes where they don't, they just kind of say Andretti Autosport as opposed to... Yeah, which is funny because that's what I said for yeah. a long time too. And it's like, hey, let's give them credit. Yeah, you know, they, and they, 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 they yeah. had a great weekend. I mean, honestly, like I said, I know Colton didn't, you know, do what he was hoping to, but they, he had a pretty great weekend there. Um, I want to get back to Alex real quick. Okay, uh, while we're there. Yeah, we're still at the top of the <laughs> So, yeah, we're talking about Andretti Autosport. I wanted to mention, because like, you, you talked about being able to, <sighs> him doing this. And, and that sometimes the, that just other drivers just have to acknowledge it. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw like Will Powers' comments after the after the race. Um, I wanted to actually pull them up for you here, but I'm trying to look yes. for where they are. But essentially, it says he said I I've never. Oh yeah, here we go. Good start, no mistakes, reasonable car. Yeah, we simply did not have the pace to run with Alex. I've rarely said that in my career. <laughs> and Joseph Joseph came in a little bit later and was just like, yeah, we didn't we weren't on the same planet. Like, it just wasn't, we, we weren't there, and then, yeah, and Will went back to saying, like, so he said a reasonable car, and somebody said, well, didn't you have a good car? He's like, if Alex wasn't in the race, I would have said we had a good car. Yeah. But clearly, we didn't, we don't know what a good car is, because Alex had a good car. Yeah. I, I, I just, I've never heard him talk like that before, and I thought that was kind of fascinating. Well, 
you know, when when you when you grow up as a young racing driver, right? It's like, who do you want to drive for? Who do you think is the best? Well, Roger Penske's got eighteen Indianapolis five hundreds or whatever. Yeah. So you obviously every driver dreams of driving for Penske, right? But like when I grew up, it's like, yeah. But sometimes Penske it becomes like it's weird to think of because like Penske's only going to have you know three seats currently, right? Right. Or like when they were running four full time cars, right? It's like or did yeah? It's yeah, like it's like oh hey that's wild, yeah. right? Like normally it was like two Penske cars, right? Or when it was three, it was like wow this is wild. Or it's it was always back in the day it was like two Penske, two Ganassi, like those are the the four best seats in motor racing, right? right? Like that was awesome. But now that there's three Penske seats, it's like, okay, cool, that's awesome. I never really saw myself, or you sometimes think, yeah, Penske would be the best team to ever drive for. But like now there's three teams that I think if you ever got a chance at any of those three teams, it's like these are the best teams, right? Because Andretti has four cars, right, which is wild. But, you know, obviously it seems like sometimes there are just two cars. Well, technically... Let's say five. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess now that we're, now that we're saying that, yeah. let's say there are five potential seats yes. that are really good. Yeah, maybe six. But maybe six. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it's it, it, it's hard. You know, when Will Power says something like that, yeah. I, I actually really I, I like that because you always think of like, well, sometimes we say that like Penske, right? Like yeah. sometimes when we look at it, it's like, well, it's a Penske car. It's going to be amazing. But now it's an Andretti car and it could be amazing, right? And and, and now it's a Ganassi car and it could be amazing because there are times where Scott Dixon is so far ahead of everyone that yeah. it's like, well, yeah, it's it's that. So so now there are three teams, or you know, realistically, you know, there are a lot of good teams in motorsport. Obviously, you know, sometimes Sato has a really quick car and you're like, how the heck did he is he on pole at Texas by a mile, right? Yeah, it's amazing, but. But when it comes to like pure race performance and qualifying performance, yeah, there are three big teams that do that consistently and are at the front all the time. Yeah, and and those are Penske, Ganassi, and Andretti. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for willpower to say that, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, but again, it, it comes down to you know within the budgetary confinements that IndyCar has, mm-hmm. it is pretty cool to see what these teams are doing and what the teams are. Uh, pushing each other to do um, because even you know I sat on you know very lucky to obviously ride home on Michael Andretti's plane right and there wasn't anyone else it was just me Michael his wife and his kids right so I could just get to talk to Michael one-on-one about what is going on what are we doing next and what is this team doing you know to try and beat the other guys right because there's four cars at Andretti that to be honest are actually fighting against the Harding Steinbrenner car. So, what are these four cars doing to fight against Harding Steinbrenner, to fight against Penske and Ganassi? And there's a lot that you would not see, right? Like, there are a lot that our fans will never see, but that we know is going on to try and produce this product that we see every weekend. And I can't tell you about it because. I would like to eventually be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, and, that advantage, you yeah. know, will I get that chance? I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a low possibility, but I would love to think that eventually, you know, even doing the Indy 500 again with an Andretti team is pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's amazing to see Will Power have those comments and Graham Rahal to have comments like, hey, this is a wild sport, what we're doing right now. 
and it pushes Roger Penske, I'm sure, because Roger doesn't like losing like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's cool to see that we are at this level where the series is growing, the teams are super competitive, the TV ratings are going up, yeah. um, and everything about IndyCar is going the right way. I think we've seen how Roger responds to this kind of thing. When Andretti was kind of rattling off Indy 500 wins back to back to back, you know, doing two or three out of four and, and doing that, we saw what Roger did. Now he's won the last two in yeah. the Apple's 500. So well, when somebody comes in and challenges him, that's that's kind of what he does. So this might happen eventually. On and it's, and it's in the manufacturers too, right? right it's it's sure. what does Roger and Chevy do. It's Absolutely. what does Honda and Andretti do. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool to see as well. Can you, I mean, again, I can't let it go I have, without asking a question. If you can't, you can't, that's fine. But can you give us like a, a hypothetical or a, a hint as to what you're talking about with Michael in terms of what these teams are doing to try to separate themselves in a series that is so, like you said, so close. Like, I mean, they're trying, you're fighting for, you know, tens and thousands yeah. of a second, you know? Literally hundreds of a second. Yeah. I mean, honestly, no, I can't. But, okay. but I mean, but I mean, scientifically, what, what are you doing, right? Like, all, all you can do is what you can do. So okay. like, yes, is it dampers? Maybe. Or is it like... When you see Alex do what he did, right? Yeah. Okay, as a team, you know, my, my dad always said, it's easy to know why you're slow. Okay. But it's hard to really know why you're fast because, you know, yeah, like the car felt great, right? But how can you replicate that? Yeah. Because like it's always easy to know why you're slow because you see it in the data, right. right? But when you're so fast, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, you're breaking late, you're going fast. But like... It's true. It's always easy to know why you're slow, but there's only one winner every weekend. Yeah. So like there's 21 slow cars, or in this case, 22 slow cars in parentheses. You can't see me, but I'm saying in parentheses, slow. Yeah. But, you know, how do you go back and say, all right, we're going to look at this car at every possible, you know, every possible data thing that you can analyze, you know, every temperature. Yeah. So, you know, the, it, it's amazing to think that, you know, okay, when Penske has a car that wins the Indy 500, right? Yeah. How do we look at that car in every possible, you know, you know, angle to see, all right, why is this car fast? Can we make four of those, right? You know, yeah. sometimes no. Sometimes yeah. that's impossible, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, everyone's been doing that for 100 years of racing, right? Because well, yeah. there's 103 Indianapolis 500s, and I'm sure every single time there's 32 slow cars and one fast car. Exactly. So, you know... Are we doing the same every, every every single year? Yeah, probably, but you know, here we are in 2019 with so much technology. How are we going to continue to you know get faster and faster? I love what you said because I think Alexander Rossi kind of echoed that in his uh, post race comments, and it's like it's hard. It's so hard to make a fast car faster. Yeah, like like he was at you know they they targeted places like Road America and Detroit, places where they weren't the quickest cars last year, and they said, okay, we have a really quick car here, but how do we make it? How do we give it just that little extra something? Yeah. And they, I know they worked. Like, you know, I was talking to. Rob Edwards, and he was saying they just worked their asses off all all offseason trying to find that little extra something to make them yeah. quicker at these places. Yeah, and, and it's true, right? Like how, you know, you know, yeah, there, there are always places every year where, you know, drivers or teams struggle, right? Yeah. And how do you make those better? And obviously, you know, Alex's previous best finish was what? Like not even in the top 10? No, yeah, right, top 10. Before, America, so, yep. you know, that that's pretty crazy. And like, you know, I, I always thought that I, like for me, I loved Road America. Like when I went there as a rookie, we qualified like seventh, right? We were almost in a fast six and we had a great day. You know, you get a failure, right? And then I go back there with Foy and it was like we qualified last or something like that. And I was like, well, huh? Well, we had separate issues. There was a bit of a powertrain and engine issue, but like, 
you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you have bad luck. So, like, maybe Alex finally, you know, was doing everything that he could. And, heck, I was sitting with Alex on the plane, right? Yeah. And I see what he does. Like, every driver that is, you know, doing what what they can do to be the best possible driver. You know, they're looking at data. They're looking at video from last year. They're looking at what they can do as a driver. You know, I do the same thing. Like, every driver should do that. If they're, if they're not, well, then they're probably not fighting for wins, right? right? But... There's so much work that people don't see, right? There's so much work that the fans, you know, don't see. You know, all we can really post is what we're doing at the gym, right? But the gym is 1% of what we're supposed to do yeah. as a driver. Maybe not 1%, but like, no, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, heck, I'm posting videos today on my Instagram story about being at the gym, which physically is super important, but there's also so much that you don't see from you know a fan perspective that drivers are doing um, that you'll never see. Yeah. But you know, it's probably Alexander Rossi, Will Power, Joseph Newberg, and Graham Ray Hall and Scott Dixon. What a top five, right? Yeah. Like that's probably those guys are doing something that you will never see that are you know that that you will really um, can appreciate from a team perspective and an engineering perspective um, that the drive these drivers do to be in the top five every weekend. Last thing I want to ask you about Rossi, though, is uh, Colton referenced uh, after his, you know, becoming the youngest pole winner in, in IndyCar history, which by, like, he just knocked Grand Ray Hall off of his old records, by the way. Yeah. I, uh, um, he mentioned that driving against Alex is strange, or at least looking at Alex's, like, data is strange. He said because his pedal mat is so much different than everybody else's. <laughs> and I was wondering if you ever seen it, and at least you could tell, you know, fans and, and tell us what... what what are you looking for in a pedal map, and what? And I don't know if you've seen Alex's, but what makes it different, or at least like, I mean, are do you, can you like put into words like why it's so unique? I guess, or if it's yeah, because he said he's, like, he's doing things. That, what Colton said was, you look at it and you're like, this shouldn't be fast, and yet it's really fast. And, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, pedal map. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a secret now. Obviously, you know, pedal maps are different per driver. Right. But sometimes drivers run the same. You know, it's basically how you use your right foot, right? Like, how are you applying the power? You know, how are you accepting the power? Um, because, you know, you can... There's so much technology right now where you can design a pedal map to necessarily... Like, like, the easiest thing to say about a pedal map is... You know, I often said that, you know, at Indy, when you go to the 500, right? You don't want to lift in qualifying. But if sometimes your foot wants to lift but your brain doesn't your foot will potentially come off the throttle five percent right so if you go to honda and say hey guys like i swear i'm not lifting but well it looks like you are yeah it's like okay well can if i lift five percent can you make sure the engine doesn't lift five (laughs) percent okay they can be like yes we can do that for you so that's why you look at you know oval throttle maps and say well i'm i'm lifting five percent because I don't think so. Like my brain is saying, you should probably lift because subconsciously you don't want to die. Exactly. Like yeah. So like it's yeah. a subconscious yeah. lift, but like you're, you know, you're not doing that. But Honda can help you, or Chevy can help you, you know, to do that. And so yes, there is pedal maps that you can change, that you can do things differently with. Now road courses are obviously very different than ovals, and for Colton to say that, you know. He's a rookie, right? So yeah. there, there are things as a rookie that you do that you figure out next year that it's like, okay, 
I did this at this track. Now maybe I'll change it this year, right? Because okay. because I've done that before, right? Like we've all gone through rookie years where you learn things, and that's why I keep telling like people, it's like Colton is so good or potentially so good that it's like it is a rookie season where yeah. you're learning things and and you see your teammates for the first time doing things that you haven't seen before. So can you fault him for saying, well, you know, maybe this is maybe he'll try that pedal map next year, yeah. right? But like you can't necessarily go from second practice to third practice to qualifying and be like well are we going to change this for the race right no yeah because you just qualified on pole or like you just qualified in the top six or whatever so you know rookie seasons are essentially rookie seasons for a reason okay because you have to be you have to go through things to learn at the other end what you want to do for the next race i found it i I found it fascinating that he even brought it up and was just like yeah i don't know what he's doing or how he does it but it's like I think he just—he seemed almost like it was weirdly like a fan, almost. Yeah. Like, like he was just kind of like, "This is cool to look at." I'm well, like, yeah. Like, what, like yeah. What, at Indy, like when I see Alex's setup or when I see what he likes out of the car, it's like I don't want that. Yeah. Like I know that I can't do that. But essentially, when I see Alex, when then I get to Alex on the track and we're like, "Hey, we're running fourth and fifth. Like, okay, at least I know that I think my car can work that yeah, way. Your thing is working in a different way. Yeah. Like in a different manner because that's what we're supposed to do as racing drivers. Like, if you ask Juan Montoya to do something you know differently right he's not going to do it or he's not going to like that right but like i guarantee when you look at simon's setup or when you look at you know when you see joseph and willpower and simon pagino yeah they each have different engineers and they're each probably going to run something different because they like that as a driver so you know alex likes things a certain way and obviously him and jeremy have an incredible relationship and i honestly think if Alex and Jeremy uh, are for, with each other for the next 10 years, right? Like, it's the same with Simon and Bretzman, right? Right. Why do you think Simon and Bretzman have gone together all the time? And why do you think Simon wants Bretzman with him all the time? Because they're good with each other. And that's what it takes in racing. Like, I want my engineer, Andy, forever. Right. Like, I wanted... Michael Cannon for forever. Yeah. I would love to work with Mike Cannon again because I think he is so good at what he does. And, and, he, and I would that. love to be with Michael Cannon again because, again, essentially, I think that me and Michael Cannon could win and do things that are at an incredible level if we are given that opportunity. And I think I could do the same with Andy Listus, my engineer with at the 8500. So... You know, I would love that opportunity again, but sometimes you don't get that. Yeah. Sometimes you have to work with what you have, and it's not a bad thing, right? It's not like my engineers at Carlin, when I go there, are not as good as those people, but, like, you don't have, like, I had an hour yeah, to work with them yeah. at yeah. Carlin. You don't know that yeah, yet. right. So when, when I go to the Indy 500 and work with Andy, I had two weeks to work with him, which is incredible. Wow, two weeks, 14 days. What an incredible thing. It's, but, like, what if I had two years to work with these people? That's yeah. why you see... Alex and Simon because they've been there for years now not just a week yeah. you know can potentially what will happen with Colton I was just going to ask work yep. in a year who knows those guys are I mean I talk, you talk to the guys at HSR and they're like man those two are locked in right now <laughs> who knows <It's- laughs> alright um, yeah I mean take a look at the rest of the standings here real quick I want to talk about the championship really quickly yes you. Uh, but is there anything else on this race that you wanted to mention or are you, you nope don't care about the race anymore <laughs> wild championship do it what do you got um let me ask you a question or are you just gonna start talking about the championship i, I can be professional do my job and ask you a question. if i was a betting man i don't see how alexander rossi loses this championship okay 
I, I just I don't I, I don't I don't see with his brain and well I mean Joseph has done a great job as well right I think it's yeah. becoming a Joseph and Rossi show it's, right like yeah it's close Dixon boy when you when you talk to him about the championship he's like oh, yeah he's not you hate losing ground every weekend because when you see Rossi and Joseph doing what they're doing every weekend I mean. Dixon is a wizard and an incredible man and doing awesome things with his brain and his feet in the race car, but like it's it's a Joseph and Rossi battle, I think. For now, that is gonna be hard to beat. Okay, well I'll say this about yeah, Scott, because like last year we talked to Scott about remember at Portland where I actually don't think there's anyone else in the championship anymore. Really? Like, when I think I literally just wrote a story that says nope. that's not true. I I literally just said we shouldn't count out Simon Pageant. Nope. No? Gotta come out? He's I don't done. think so. <laughs> I think it's I I, I, I I like to say things sometimes and I hate to be that guy but I think right now it's a Rossi Newgarden battle and again maybe by the end of the year if you look me in the face and say hey that's dumb maybe I am wrong no nope. <laughs> maybe Scott Dixon will win another championship but I don't think so but okay Scott is what more than a hundred back no not quite Scott is not quite a hundred back. And he has said, like, I asked him saying, we talked to him at Portland last last year, and he was pumped because he finished fifth after that miraculous thing he did. Yeah, wild. What was, what was even yeah. more exciting for him was that Alex finished eighth because of, like, all yep. the yellows that came out. So when we talked to him at the end of this race, he was like, yeah, it's cool I finished fifth, but look at Joseph and Alex, yeah. one, one, two, or one, three. But, like, Alex, I think, of all the top five competitors, I would say Alex has been the unluckiest. Like, I think sure. Alex has realistically had things taken from him where, like, Coda, for example. Alex should have won Coda, I do think so. I think a lot of and, people agree with you. And I, that, that was the race where I was like, uh, okay, he's really upset that he's now 14th because of yellow, right? And the guy finishes whatever he can do, does whatever he can do. But I think, again, that's a race that he should have won. Yep. Um, obviously, Colton did a great job. He was fast oh, all yeah. weekend, too. But... Um, but yeah, I, I do think Alex has been the least lucky of everyone in the in the standings so far. Like, well, in the top five. Yeah. Um, Dixon, yeah. I mean, honestly, like Dixon at Road America, he did make a mistake in turn five. Like, he he did go too wide. Yes, Hunter Ray also went wide and hit him. But like, I think Hunter Ray was going to go quite late anyway. But then Dixon made a mistake and got loose, and then boom, Hunter Ray hit him. Yeah, it's two people making mistakes at the same time, and it it, it worked out least for Dixon, right? Right. But like. And he finished Dixon at Detroit. Like Dixon made a big mistake in Detroit. Like that 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 is oh, like, yeah, he's, there's no doubt about that. No, right? he said, yeah. So like that that is unlucky for sure. But like Alex has has been the least lucky without making big mistakes himself. I don't I haven't seen Let's Alex say, making mistakes. What happened at the GP to him? Do you remember? Like Alex last year at Detroit was making mistakes. Well, right? yeah, like, he did. yeah, locked up, um, boom, big yeah. mistakes on him. He knows that. But like I don't I haven't seen Alex make a mistake I don't think yet this year like a big one he's, where you're like hey that's big he started 17th and finished 22nd with the GP what happened there okay GP Do I, don't, I don't think anyone was happy at the GP though no Andretti cars were happy at the GP okay oh yeah he got hit at the start oh so yeah. again okay, he, so he got hit by Patricio okay. at the start yeah that's what happened so again, yeah, least lucky people. Yeah, Alex, right now in the top five. And so. I think, and again, I don't think this is not taking a shot at Joseph, but I think he's no. had some. He's been luck. very lucky. He's been pretty lucky. Very lucky he's, he's been also very, very good. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him, but he has. Should he have three wins right now? Maybe not three. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe not. I just, but like, I should, again, I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the championship. Exactly. Or any of that course. stuff. Yeah, but maybe either. three wins is maybe. Maybe Tim Cendrick did a. Yeah, I mean, again, yeah. but but it's a team effort, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a team not, effort, and I think. Joseph has always been in a position to take advantage of things like that, which 100%. is good. 
Um, and again, the same thing but this like, weekend. Same thing at Road America, right? Yeah. He was very good all weekend. Uh, and, you know, could he have pushed the envelope on Will and maybe passed him? Yeah, but, like, it's a championship, right? So yeah. he's happy with third because I think that's important to, to stay in the top three at all, all the time. I think so. I um, think, yeah, 35 points is – I mean, it's not 40, which is what Will got for second, but, but still I, I think it's going to be hard to beat Alex for the championship right now. That that My bet is, you know, will Alex win the championship potentially – but I think it's it, you are going to have to be as perfect as you potentially could be to beat Alex okay. for the championship. So I, you, I think so. So you think I'm going to? I mean, I I, 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 understand. I But again, Joseph super good at Iowa. So here we come. You know, Toronto is always you know it's always a you know in, interesting weekend street race potentially rain who knows yeah people crashing weird yeah. yellows weirdly timed yellows it's a strange race there I know what yeah. goes on wild situation but I was more like hey. This is super, you know, super mechanical grip de- dependent, you know, super, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be more power this year at Iowa, which is wild, which I didn't really know Night until recently. Too, different than the last yeah, years. Which is awesome. Like Alex was telling me about Iowa, because I'm obviously thinking about Iowa, considering that I could <laughs> potentially do that race, Yeah. which I didn't, may or not have received a text about oh at God. the beginning of this show. Will I do the race? People. Who knows? Let's roll a dice. But I think it's a good thing that maybe I am doing Iowa. Who knows? But... Um, but I would like, you know, uh, that is a race where we know Joseph is super good, and we know that the big three teams are usually pretty good at Iowa. Um, so who knows? Okay, man, you got. I'm gonna say you're gonna, you're just gonna kill people. But right I think Dixon. But well, no. Here's the thing. I think because Dixon has a rookie teammate at Iowa, I think he will struggle at Iowa because okay. I know Dixon knows what he wants at Iowa because he's a legend. But like, I think because Alex has four different teammates to go off of yeah that is really helpful and it's the same with Penske I think you know chips always run two cars right right but I think it's always better to have more information and I know chip doesn't want to run four cars or three cars because it's chip but like it is always nicer to have more information well it was easier when you had a guy like Dario running with Scott yeah. where like okay it's only two cars but it's Scott and Dario Exactly, and then when it's Felix, Scott and Dario, and Felix might eventually become a great driver, and I think he will. Yeah, but he's still I, learning. I, like Felix is super good at racing, and I don't. And I, if anyone says differently, they're wrong. Okay, because Ed Jones is not as good as Felix, and Scott Dixon still won a championship, right? <laughs> like Scott Dixon still won a championship. We get it. Yeah, but like I think Felix will get better, and I think that team will be uh, a, a furiously, furiously good team. Yeah, um, again. And but for right now, Felix is a rookie, so that's hard. It's, I'm hard. it's also, hard to have that. Just so you know, I mean, you want to guess what Scott's been like at Iowa the last few years? But again, yes. Go ahead. Okay. So last year was twelfth, eighth, third is his best in a while. Eighteenth, yep. fourth, sixteenth. So for Dixon, that is okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, I. You were right. No, I'm looking at it right now. Hard. That, so I, oh, I love my brain sometimes. <laughs> I, I do not claim to be a great person, but I think I know about racing a lot. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you said that yeah. because if Dixon had won every year, which I knew he had, no, right? I knew he didn't win every year because I know Joseph does really well there. But, um, yep. but yeah, I think I think it's going to be an interesting <laughs> an interesting battle for the next two races, right? Yep. Dixon could potentially win Toronto. We all know that. Yeah. Dixon very good there. Yep. I think he could potentially win Toronto. But when it comes to Toronto, is Dixon going to win and Alex finish second? Second, yes, Probably. potentially. Yeah. But like right now, I wouldn't count out Alex winning the next three races. Really? You yeah. use that kind of run? I think Alex could win the next three races. Let's just—I don't know if I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> okay. 
You mentioned that. Wait, but okay. I just... Hammer that in Vegas. <laughs> Go right now. Do like a parlay if you can. For Alex three in a row. Race. You yeah. would, I mean, you wouldn't win any money betting on Alex winning one race, but if you bet on winning three in three a race row, in a row, you I, win I think like it's. That. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, Hammer that parlay. <laughs> so you're done. I mean, like, you, I, I'm, I'm kind of stunned, just to be honest with you, because no one has written. No, I'm sorry, not written. You've been the conductor of the Simon Pagano bandwagon all season. Yes. And you're jumping off. We'll get No, well, guess who's still third in the championship? <laughs> that's Simon, what, that's right? what I'm saying. But you're jumping I, I'm, off. No, I'm not jumping off. I think, is Simon going to be really good? Yeah. I think he's going to be right there. But I, but it's like it doesn't change the fact that maybe it's, uh, again, the top three in the championship right now. Yeah. Yep. I'm totally cool with that. Okay. I think the top three in the championship are still going to be fighting for the top three in the championship at the end, right? So do you think but again... I, I, but still Rossi Newgarden, but I think Simon is going to be on the, there. On the fringe? He's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, cause that's the story I wrote. So we shouldn't count yeah. out Simon yet. No, of course not. Because, but you're... <laughs> I never said count him out, <laughs> but I did say it was the Rossi Newgarden. Exactly. So that's yeah. what I'm wondering. I mean, people are very but eager But not counting him out. He won the Indy 500. It is a little Double bit Double points. That's awesome. It, I mean, I looked, I went, looked at some numbers. I mean, Simon finished ninth this weekend. I know. Which is tough. The, and he did hit someone to take the, but like that was the steering wheel come out of his hand. hand. So that's hard to do. Hard to have power steering. One of the two. But no, okay. If you look back at the last like five or six win, ever since the Detroit double header started, yeah, eighty five hundred winners, next four races, not very good. Tough game. Yeah, tough game. Right into race average, like finishing spot in the next four races was fifteenth. Yeah, I mean it's hard. it's hard. I mean, Canaan was like ninth. I mean, and and he had some good. I, I think Montoya was the best, and he was at like seven. I don't think Kanan really cared after he won the five hundred. Like, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's he already won a championship in IndyCar, so that's true. He's got them both. He's yeah, the, that's a that's a that's a exclusive club there that yep. Alex, Alex is trying to join right champion. now. Yeah, and Joseph is desperate to do it as well. So yep, it would be like I said. I think that's part of the, the fun storyline is that Alex would have that before Joseph. And, and I know Alex two. would love that. Yeah, man. Oh, yes. Okay, all right. But we're getting the silly season now. But I yeah. wanted you to get into what's like. I wanted to ask you about the Alexander Rossi psyche since you actually know him. <laughs> How, yeah. how bad does he want to be Joseph? I mean, honestly. Well, I think it's two young Americans who are obviously yeah. super good. Alex had the chance to be in Formula One. I think Joseph would love the chance to be in Formula One. Okay. Will that ever happen? Probably not. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think Alex and Joseph, uh, two of my best friends probably. Yeah. But I think all three of us will not hang out together. <laughs> like, like, I love Joseph. And I love Alex, like two two great humans that I love and enjoy hanging out with. Um, but yeah, I don't think all three of us are going to be hanging out together because it's just Alex. Alex wants to be Joseph, and Joseph wants to beat Alex. Yeah, I think Alex. Alex for some reason wants to beat Joseph more than Joseph wants to beat Alex. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but I like that, and I think honestly, like I, I think someone wrote about it the other day, or I saw something on Twitter. It's like I am totally here for a potentially the next. Five to eight years oh, Yom, of like, yeah, yeah, like I am totally here for a Rossi New Garden like you know system of you know trying to beat each other. So I, I love that. Obviously, I think in IndyCar we have such a diverse um, you know talent and it's such a such a diverse field of drivers that I think it will never be just two people. No, because it's not Formula One, which is super boring, and it's only ever one well one person or potentially maybe two if we're lucky in yeah. Formula One to have two people that are good. Um, but, I, I, but yeah, Rossi Newgarden for sure are always going to be really good people at the front for the next five to eight years. It's a very, it's a, don't get me, it's a sexy storyline that I would. Yeah, two Americans are like right around the same age, or two yep. of the top teams. It's like it's very. It's, I, I get two it. beautiful men, two great looking <laughs> fellas. Yeah. Obviously, both super in their. You know, Joseph's about to get married. Alex probably will get married soon. But 
you know, breaking news. Great looking, you know, <laughs> great looking man. Yeah, just oh, well. powerful, fit man. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you're I'm just a fan. I'm just jealous. Now you don't. There are many better looking people. Joseph, Joseph. I mean, I, I, they make the Kendall references yeah, to Joseph all the time. He's, he's, it's just not fair. He's got it all. He's got it's a lot going fair. for him. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> hey, you're a super celebrity single, so you're. you're uh, no. no, that's because I. Yeah, no. Okay. They're way cooler people than me. You can't. You can't escape that history. That's all I'm saying. All right, so we're. T- right, well, I mean, anybody else? Like I said, we talked about the championship a little bit. Oh no, I'm sorry. We're talking silly season now. Yeah, is that where well, we are? Okay. Alexander Rossi psyche. That's where we went. So you, yeah. you, you, you mentioned before. You, you think Alex wants to be back with Andretti, and Andretti obviously wants him back. But you or I, no. That's the. I think that's really funny. No one will get anything from Alex. If you if you ask Alex a question about the silly season, nothing. You, you still get nothing from him because they are smart people. I like to talk. Uh, you'll probably find out <laughs> secrets from me about my future. I plan to. Yeah. I literally just told you about a text about my, oh, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> because I like to talk about things and I feel good about it. Alex doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care what you know. He doesn't care what anyone knows. Yeah. Don't ask him about it. I won't even ask him about it. I don't plan on ever asking Alex about what his future looks like. You never like. ask him, really? Nope. Don't. Because I know. Why would I ask? Because I, I don't want him to friend. look at me and say, no. Because, like, I already know that that will not happen. And I don't care about it. Like, I don't care because I know Alex deserves the best. Like, Alex Alex can ask for $10 million next year from Michael, and I hope he gets it. Well, maybe not $10 million. <laughs> but, but like, right. I hope Alex gets paid $10 million because we might go to Miami on vacation. Yeah, and he, might he might pay for it. Yeah, because he's a great man. Did you see what his post-race press conference was with him and David Malsher, who was the great journalist at Motorsport? Did no. Did you see this exchange? No, I didn't. Oh, wait. Was it three? just three no's and then God's plan? Yeah, yeah. Is I that, like that. I respect oh, that. Oh, we all... I mean, it was, he was cracking everybody up. He, I respect he, that. He, he barely cracked a smile. Everyone else was hey, laughing. The good Lord knows a lot of good he things. He said... Yeah. Bear, I hope he's on I, his I really side. I want to read this. Bearing in mind the Penske's finished half a minute behind you, does that weigh into your considerations where you want to drive next That's year? the... Honestly... <laughs> I don't like that question, first of all. It's like, come on. Well, like, it, I love David, but it, it's it like, come on. just trying to squeeze in that in. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so Rossi goes, I have no considerations. Yeah. Malsher, none whatsoever. Rossi, no. Yeah. Is it somebody else's hands? It's in God's hands. Is Bingo. It, it is. <laughs> that's I love it. that. That's the greatest That's, that's the greatest <laughs> exchange out of context that I love. <laughs> and we gave you the context. You asked me once. I know. I love that, though. I was just like, hey. It, it's Alex, though. That's exactly it. It is Alex. And it's, and it's Alex and Peter. I mean, his dad is a smart man, too. Yeah. I mean, his dad is obviously manages drivers for a reason because he knows what's going on. He knows what to ask for. And, and, and again, I was talking to Michael on the plane, right? Michael knows what he needs to do to bring Alex back, right? Yeah. And, like, he needs a lot of money, and he needs big sponsors to come in. But I think he's known that from probably day one of this year. He's like, all right. If I'm going to want Alex back, guess what? Alex needs to get paid, right? Yeah. And, you know, we're in the days of IndyCar driver salaries over the last couple of years have not been great. We're not, you know, we're not Lewis Hamilton's. No one's making $40 million a year. No Fred salaries um, coming You know, here. Dixon's definitely the highest paid driver because he is five-time five champion, champ, yep. right? But Alex is a 500 winner. He is, you know, displaying every weekend that he is really good. Um, and it's the same thing for Colton, right? I think Colton right now is going to get paid somewhere. Really? Like, and someone wants him. Someone needs him. Um, you know, Colton right now is displaying every weekend speed, right? And it's not about. It doesn't matter if he's been bad. Had bad luck, right? Oh, like no. you guys had bad luck. Yeah. Things have happened. It's been crazy. But every single weekend, we're talking about Colton being in the top five. Colton's going to get paid. Alex is going to get paid. And I'm not. But 
Well, you might be but, like, oh, but I would yeah. love to drive somewhere. I would love to drive somewhere to then prove that I can get paid. I talked to the guys at yeah. HSR, and they were just like, I'm like, are you guys just like treasuring every day you have with Colton Herta at this point? Because it won't last forever. We know that. I mean, it may be last another year. Who knows? Whatever, yeah. But yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it will go away, but I'm just saying. And they were like, yeah, we, we know the future. We know how good he is. We know people yeah. can call him all the time. And so we don't know. So they're they're definitely in that consideration. Yeah, but like what? But like that's a potential yeah but it's people are going to call him but like where would you like I, I would happy I, I, I think you could fight with a ch- for a championship with, with that group right you can fight with for a championship with Hardy Seinberg well, or Andretti right there's some loyalty there I would assume for yeah. him with, with George being his like best friend and co-owner yeah I think you could be there for 10 years and the fact that his championship. father is or his yeah his father is you know potentially again team with, with the team Andretti, that is, yeah. yeah exactly he's you know that's there but yeah I mean we can be blunt about it with Alexander Rossi right now this is going to be taking it's going to take a step up from, from Napa, right? I mean, that's kind of what, like, Napa... It's going to take more, yeah. Because obviously we know Napa is not a full-time sponsor, right? right? We know that. Right, we've seen and it. He's maybe, Napa every maybe year. Maybe just sell those other races. Napa's a great partner, but maybe they're not in a position to, you know, get Alexander Rossi money. Exactly. You know I mean? Alexander so, Rossi needs big money. Well, so that's what, I mean, so what we're talking about is, for Michael Andretti... He's, he's got to fix that bus. He's, he's, yeah. What's wrong with the bus? I don't know. His bus was on the side of the road, remember? Oh, after, yeah. Yeah. Right. I saw Eliza he's tweeting gotta that. He's got to fix yeah, that yeah. bus. He's got to... Pay for the new dog he just bought. Yeah. I mean, guy's getting more dogs. He's getting crazy. Yeah. yeah, who knows? He needs to buy a ring for his lady. Like Alex needs that money. Got to buy a ring for the lady and got to buy food for the dogs. So, so it's, it's going to come down to one. Michael needs to find more sponsorship somewhere else. Yeah. Or Napa needs to kind of do more than they're already doing. Yep. I mean, again, I don't. That's think, just fact. I don't think. I, mean, I don't think we're. I don't think we're spelling the secrets. No, we're not spelling the secrets. There needs to be money there. So and, and again, and we need to get more money because I want to be there too. Yep. So there you go. So let's get Napa to pay for if you're, two if rides. If you got any money, let's funnel it towards Andretti because if Alex has, you know, yeah, let's just do that. Okay. Funnel all your money towards Andretti. Is let's go. Okay. in your estimation though? So if Michael gets the money, say, and in a hypothetical world here, yeah, Alex has no reason to leave, right? He wants to stay. Oh yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, that's that's where we're at, right? Because yeah, yeah. like, and so obviously, no reason to leave. Everybody else knows that. The other players. I mean, Roger Capetzi can deny up and down that he doesn't want to add a fourth car, but yeah, I think he's. I don't. Want to, I don't like calling the captain a liar. You don't have to on this on, uh, on this segment, but I think he's. I think if a guy like Alexander Rossi becomes available, he'll consider going to a fourth car. And I think there are other teams that would be similarly interested in Alexander Rossi as well, even if that means expanding. That would be hilarious. What the fourth car? Anyone adding cars? Yeah, I just. I mean, here's the funny thing: people talk about. I don't think Chip has even called Alex. <laughs> like, I don't think Chip is going to get rid of Felix. Oh, no. Neither do I. I mean, I don't think Chip is going to add a car. Not a chance. Really? No. Yeah, not even, a chance. You don't not even get the money? No way. Because I don't think, I mean, I don't think they get, like, Napa to come no, with her or anything. Not a but. chance. Not a chance. Are you going to have... Because... He's already got Scott. He's already paying a lot of money for him. He's Yeah. I mean, Scott's highest paid IndyCar driver in, PNC, in the yeah. series. You're gonna try and get another one, and like I mean, well, it's hard to make money in IndyCar yeah. already. I don't think I don't think chips. Are good. These aren't the good old like target days of you know. No, okay. this is not it. Okay, okay. I so would you, love it to be. So you don't think? No way you're paying both of those guys. I know you haven't asked Alex because you don't. It's like a salary cap, right? It's, well, yeah. it's like the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> the, we don't have IndyCar doesn't have the money right now to have Golden State Warriors. Stack, like, yeah. There's like, no way you got KD and Steph. And Clay Tom, you, not, what, not a chance we're getting those three guys on a race. That's, what, right Pen, now. that's what Penske is. They have well, that's because that's Penske. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's Penske. Those I are mean, the Warriors, then. Yeah, right. The Penske, Penske are the Warriors, right? Now, right, because they've got Simon, Joseph, and Will. Right. Yeah. Penske are the Warriors. There's no two Warriors out there right now. There's no two Warriors. I mean, 
The Warriors got beat because all their head people had broken legs. All dead. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> they were all dead. Yeah. So until you can dethrone the Warriors, the Penskys of the world, because you know Rogers got that money. Yeah. He's operating a different salary cap. He's operating a different salary cap than anyone else. So there you go. Okay. Well, that's that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Sports talk. What we just did right there. Okay. Yeah. True no, sports we're, talk. We're, we're, we're tying. We're getting everybody from all different <laughs> worlds and bringing them here. To true racing. sports talk. Um. All right. We'll get off Alex because I think we covered everything with Alex that we need to talk about. Honestly, and I I, yep. I do think he's the the big domino that would fall if he does leave. That would open a spot of Andretti, which you you've said on this podcast you want to happen. So that <laughs> yeah, I'll take it, yeah. <laughs> more spots at Andretti is good for you. Yeah. Um. So there's been some other rumors. I mean, we yeah. Start, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the Alex leaves. Guess who's going in there? Colton. Colton. Right. So uh, there's there's not gonna be. But then HSR has a car. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Then hey, I'll, yeah, your boy's <laughs> going there for sure. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I think like I, said, I mean, do you do? You, I mean, the 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 going thought is that uh, Harding Steinbrenner would be, continue to be kind of that like uh, minor, minor league system type thing, where well, maybe if yeah. Oliver Askew were to win the Indy Lights program, he might just you know kind of stay in the Andretti fold. That's kind of yeah. where some people I, I have thought about. Yeah, I, or, yeah, or yeah, I mean, he's got to lights guy too, but yeah, he's got to have money. Well, he's got a million. Like we talk, yeah, we talk about the yeah, but I know. a million's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, literally a million dollars gets you one race. Yeah, well, we saw potentially even, three for Patrice. Well, it didn't even get Pablo. Didn't race. get because he didn't make the Indy five hundred. So that's hard, right? Yeah. yeah. But the only thing about that would be interesting if Alex left is it would it would add a car, right? Like you'd add a car to the series because like for sure Colton would go to Andretti, and I you know I would love to go to. You know, Harding Steinbrenner. So you'd, it's not like you would right. lose an entry, right? Right. I think you'd gain an entry to the series, but I don't think Alex. Well, tell Alex it's for, for the good of the series for him to leave. No, it's, no, it's, no, no Alex is not leaving. Okay. Okay. That's Alex uh, not, ain't leaving. There you go. That's the tweet right there. Yeah. You, you're always afraid that I. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex is not leaving. God, uh, don't yeah. don't quote me. On <laughs> Tag. That. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm not a sign. I'm not. A, I'm not a journalist. I like to. Yeah. I like to try to make you look. I'm bad no as way possible. a factual man. No, best guess I should say. Alex yeah. is not leaving. That's yeah, the best guess. That's what you're saying. Um, what can you tell us? I mean, I mean, you said you said you've heard some fun stuff. Foyt is looking like I don't know. I talked to Larry not that long ago. It looked. It sounds to me like the way he talked. It's not like Tony's coming back. It sounds like Mateus might have a hard time. Um, ABC is going to need to see better results. It seems like again. I'm not saying anything that's off the record. This is what this is pretty much what Larry's told I me. I just feel bad for both of those guys. That's all I can say. Yeah. That's I. I have no opinions other than I just now I. Now I just feel bad for Mateus. I don't. I don't. I. I know. I've never. I've never been his biggest fan. Obviously, right? For obvious reasons. Well, yeah. Take your seat. But, but like, it wasn't his fault, really. No. No. It's a racing. That's what happens. But like, I actually do feel bad for the guy. He's a nice enough dude, and uh, yeah, I do feel bad that he is in that spot for sure. And Tony, I love Tony. The poor guy's. He's got kids to pay for. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is not he's the way got, he wants his career. I mean, he's got. A, he's got seventeen kids, and he's got to pay for them. They're all going to want you know <laughs> new bicycles and. Stuff like that. People need money. He's got to pull the new house. He's got to pay for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're. Yeah. Chlorine's expensive. Have you been over to the house? No. Oh, okay. I assume I it's cool. Yeah. I assume it's we cool. We just moved here recently. I thought maybe he invited you over at a party. Yeah. Um, nope. Yeah, so I think they're going to need. I mean, honestly, I think, again, this is what AJ has said. We're going to have to make changes. And they've alluded to the fact that. I don't want to say driver changes, but they. I really do. But <laughs> I think that means they're going to try to add more engineering power, more engineering strength to try to get better. 
And I, I hope they do. I know you do. I want to see that team succeed more than anyone else. I know it was a bad time for you. Every racing fan wants AJ Foyt to be successful. I, I mean, I, every, I, every core IndyCar fan wants to see that team I don't want to get, like, grim, but I think you just want to see AJ before before he goes. Yeah. That we want yeah. to see him be successful. I agree. He, he deserves it. Yeah, I agree. I and agree completely. so competitive. And I, just, yeah. I know how frustrated he gets to watch this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's true, man. It's true. So, all right. We'll move off Foyt. I talked to uh, some other news. Talked to Jim Meyer and Michael Shank that are very... Hopeful. They're optimistic about expanding to a full season uh, team next year. That would be great. Good for them. It sounds like that will be including Jack Harvey as well. I mean, I think Jack Harvey deserves a lot of credit because he's, I mean, heck man, that guy built. He's got him a trophy. Got him a trophy. He also built, built, I mean, he brought Sirius XM, Auto Nation together. He's done a lot of work to build that thing there. So that that would be good for the series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here. You know, I know one guy who had a rough race this year, and again, I'm not, I don't want to talk about his job, but I think he's only got a one year there, is Ed Jones, and uh, was the road and street course racer with the Ed Carpenter Racing. He had a rough race. There was some stuff over the radio that I talked to Ed Carpenter about. Ed was very, very frustrated. The team got frustrated back at him, and uh, that's about all I can say about that right now. But it's, again, it just the results really haven't been there for Ed. Nope. And uh, I know he's your favorite guy, so yep. you don't have to comment. Yep, no comment there. But I'm just going to say uh, that, that's yeah. That's a shame. It was I, a, I think that red red machine, uh, you know, yeah, I, never mind. Well, how about we go to the... It looks great. It looks a great-looking car. Okay. <laughs> it's a great-looking car. I'll, I'll just continue to say that Ed has, can't make any promises about either of his drivers at the moment. Um, nope. But uh, what do you I think? think Spencer's doing great. Well, that was going to ask you about Spencer. What do you think? The results haven't really... I mean, they haven't been bad. He's qualified yeah. really well. He's, qual- he's done a great job in qualifying. So what do you think? I mean, do you think there's... I mean, Ed has always kind of said he thinks he sees some, like, Joseph in him. Like, just some, you know, Joseph-type potential. But I don't... I mean, do you think that there's... You know, Ed's, had, Ed's already given him a couple of years as a full-time. This is number of years. Racing is hard. Okay. Racing is hard, and, and it's, it's, it's unfair for me to judge that situation because I don't know what's going on on the inside. So Yeah. Unfair for me to judge. I, I can't I can't publicly say anything because that's just – it's just hard that's to fair. judge a situation because you could judge plenty of my situations, and I know, you know, what goes on on the outside is far different from what goes on on the inside. That's, so. I understand. Do you, I mean, I guess all I really will say was that I think that Spencer, in terms of, I'm, I'm trying to pull up Spencer's had great qualifying. I was going to say, he's qualified much better well, than he did last year. fast a lot of the time. So I think there's pro- there's absolutely progress you could cite in yeah. terms of... Terms Maybe of, there is, you know, a race setup, a race, a race type scenario where there just isn't, you know, they just don't have what they need out of the car yet. He's advanced, I mean, he's been, he's qualified in the top 10, one, two, three, four, five times, and in the last three races. That's great. I mean, it's, yeah. like I said, that's definitely not what, what Ed Carpenter Racing was doing previously. Yes, no. I think that's good. So, there's some stuff there. Oh, okay, I'm trying to think here. What else What else we need to get to? Anyway, I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, like I said, you talked about it with Chip. Scott's not going anywhere. Felix isn't going anywhere. Unless they go crazy and add a third car. Not a chance. I think that team's going... No chance, Dick. No chance that team has a third car. Do you think... What do you think of... I know you're... Again, you're your biggest fan... Or your biggest... Uh, your favorite guy, Santino. Do you see that changing? Do you see that... What do you What do you think? That, I mean, he's obviously got a great If he's got the money, why why change it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you got the cash, he's he's got an incredible engineer there. Why would you change? Yeah. Why would you... you got a great teammate in Bourdais. Um... I mean, I'm sure he's not great to work with, but <laughs> four day wise, but but he's got he's a fast driver, very fast they, driver. They seem to get along pretty well. Yeah, then good. I, and hey, and they're if right, they get along well, then awesome. Santino's at 204 points, still leading the uh, the rookies right now, yep. and Bourdais at 208 points. So I mean, they're they're right, they're there. right there in points. Yeah, yeah. and they're doing That's a pretty good, good job. So yeah, um, trying to think who else who we can mention. I don't think. Uh, 
you know, the Schmidt, Aeroschmidt, Peterson, and Motorsports team is always kind of a fascinating situation. Yeah. Um, I don't think that changes. No? I don't think that changes. But I mean, I think Marcus has done a good job this year. Marcus Again, has done a good job. The results haven't necessarily been there. I know, I mean, I think James would be the first to say he hasn't necessarily yeah. been happy with, even though, you know, if you look back, Detroit was fighting for the win, and then and then that incident happened. Texas was fighting for the yeah. win, and then there was an incident that happened. He's been fighting up at the front. He was at, he was up, I think he got up to fourth in this last race here. Yeah. It's been... I would a little unlucky there. I have only one thing to say to close out the silly season talk. Okay, wow. Okay, you're sending it. I think that either because I want to get to these Twitter questions because I think they're very fast. Yeah, we've been going for a while, so yeah. But I think next year either there are a lot more changes than we anticipate. Like there could be a lot of interesting things happening. Or there's nothing that happens. Or almost none. Yeah, or almost none. Alex stays, everything stays the same. Or there is big changes ahead. I I, I think there are a couple couple potential situations that are very interesting, which I only learned of very recently. Obviously, rumors and all that stuff. But there could be a lot of interesting differences next year or none. So, we'll see. Okay. That's all I have to say. You can't go more? Nope. Not yet? Can't go more. Not more than telling us that you're driving in Iowa? No, yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I will circulate at least one or two more times this year in IndyCar. Who knows? Okay. I uh, all right. We'll move on to Twitter questions. We got some good ones, like you said. Yeah, um, we do have some good ones. That's why I wanted to is get. This, is this first one? Is that the one you were interested to read? The UK IndyCar fan? No. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. No, I'm on the wrong. Side. No, which page? It's like page two. Connor the Connor Clinkbeard. Is that the one you wanted to answer nope. first? Is that the one you were anxious to read? Nope. Yeah, one one. Nope. All right. Well, then we'll just start with the first one. All right. I UK, got a UK IndyCar fan. Go first. Do okay. It. Thoughts on Rossi's total domination. The win by 30 seconds is incredible. Yes, it is, but I think he could have done that at least once before this year. Uh, It is domination, but I think we've seen Dixon do that before. And Dixon probably didn't want to make – Alex wanted to make a statement this weekend because he's been finishing second for so long. So I think for sure he wanted to absolutely come in and destroy – Dixon probably just gets to that point where he could win by 30 seconds, and he's like, nah, I'm just going to save you. Will, Will's done that. Too, where Will's <laughs> yeah, like, Will's done that. Run away on road courses where he's like, yeah, it's 15, 18. I think we should expect that. Out of out of the incredible talents that we have in this series, any one of them could do that at, this, at, at that point. Yeah, if they have the right car underneath them. 30 seconds, by the way, just so everyone knows, was eight and a half seconds faster than his Long Beach domination. There so, you go. That's all, right. all. Yeah. That's all. Connor, uh, Karmic Fast. At Kiwawick and Stranger Things 3. Wants to know if you want to watch. Do you watch Stranger Things? I do watch Stranger Things. What do you think of season 2? I love Stranger Things. Oh, did you like season 2? I think I did. I Not as I, much as season 1. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I love season yeah, 1. Yeah, but I like it. So, so you're going to watch, so you're watch in on Stranger Things? I will Things. absolutely watch it. I, I, that's not, there's not really a question there. It's just that yep. you watch Stranger Things Well, it's not out yet, so. When does it come out? I don't know. Oh, they, they did Halloween last time, so I figured that's what they'll do again. All right. Mm-hmm. Joseph Torres at Joseph Torres. Great question. You want you read it? Go ahead. Uh, would Connor go naked bungee jumping if it meant getting sponsorship? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, if it, <laughs> I figured I knew the answer to that. There's but. plenty of things I would do for sponsorship, <laughs> and I was not to get into that. We I was going to say that's, a, that's that. a dangerous list. That's a dangerous list. We'll yeah. take we'll take questions on that next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ray and Panther at Ray and Panther one. Will Connor race a midget and Brian Clausen? Uh, the BC39. BC39. Yeah, sorry, at IMS this year. Uh, I actually don't have confirmation of that, but I would love to. I would love to, yes. You still working I, I'm on it? I'm going to try, yes. Okay, yeah. There's I'm, a few phone calls I need to make there. Last year, you looked like you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, I think this next one's for you. Okay. Oh. Mags. At M. Stone. Why is this one for me? Would you like to see IndyCar come back to New Hampshire Motor Speedway? Because the second part of it is to Connor. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never been to New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I think I've heard some good things about the, the racing that it was there. I don't know. What do you remember about that place? Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I like I, to go to new places. I like Or new places for me. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine. Honestly, I think the, the good answer to this is that we need to be more on the East Coast, especially if Pocono's in danger yes. of falling off the schedule, which it seems... We need to come with more East Coast appearances, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think she... Yeah. The next Richmond, part, New Hampshire. Richmond yeah. is... Yeah. This is uh, the next part of the question. Would have loved to have you guys in Boston, if not for the issue. Oh, yeah. Boston would have been great. would have been great. It's just, and they need to be in that market. It always kind of befuddles me a little bit. Oh, 100%. We send the 500 winner up to New York right away. I'm like, man, it would be great if we had a race around there so they knew what the hell was going on. Um, I'm not saying we shouldn't send the guy to New York, but it is kind of, um, yeah, you just like to have a race around that area other than, like I said, if we lose Pope. Yep. So anyway, I agree. Kind of, this is your question. Kind of, if you won the 500, 500 along with the celebration, be oh boy, it's a says, long time. There's little emojis of milk, milk beer, beer, champagne, champagne party, 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 checker flags. Yeah. Let's just say it would be the most the most incredible celebration of all time. You would spend all the money you made on that one race and the party, right? No. <laughs> but I would get other people to spend their money. <laughs> That's for sure. That's what I've been doing for years. <laughs> Mark B at 70s Rock Best. When drivers negotiate contracts with teams, do they have agents, lawyers represent them? Who is looking out for the driver? Who negotiates for the teams? Just start there. Well, that's an interesting question. I think um, agents and lawyers are are more present if the drivers have money behind them because you can pay those people, right? I haven't had that. I have a, I have, I have a legal representative for sure. I have, I have people that help me, um, but out of, out of the goodness of their heart. <laughs> well, that, realistically. When you're negotiating a contract, you take it to the same guy or gal and say, hey, I'm doing this, can you help me out? Is sort of, yeah, yeah okay. sort of. I mean, yeah, sort of. And that's usually, um, is that something they, they do just as a favor because you know them, or how does that work? Honestly, most of my work has been done very much as a favor, for okay. sure, as, as as help. People that enjoy um, your work, yeah. People that are just friendly, because um, it's hard to pay people to do that stuff. And, and, and honestly, you know, big drivers have agents, yeah. Right. So Dixon's got an agent. Yep. All the Andretti drivers have agents. Um, you know, all the all the all the you know all the Schmidt, both Schmidt drivers have agents. You know, all the big team Penske drivers have Penske, Penske guys have agents because there's money to be negotiated for. There's, yeah. there's stuff there. Um, and and you know, every single driver is different. There's a million ways to do sponsorship deals, and there's a million ways to do driver contracts. So, um, you know that's that, there's a million different ways. As long as it works for you, uh, as long as it works for the teams, and it works. Um, and it's hard to figure out. I don't really know all the answers. I know my each deal I've done has been different. Um, and it's hard to do deals because there's not a lot of money in motorsport right now or, or in IndyCar racing. But you know. We hope that, that grows. Well, can I? Can you answer? Like, who negotiated your? For, for, I'm sorry, with who was the Andretti representative when you negotiated the 500 deal? Was uh, that me. JF or no? Uh, yeah, me and JF. Yeah, JF, JF, JF for Andretti. Yeah, JF. Yeah, JF's the guy that JF I. Thorman, JF Foreman yeah. is the guy that I would I would I would negotiate with. Obviously, Michael's involved. As well, well, yeah, and so I'm. But I, JF is the head guy who who would be the the deal man. There. Mark's question was who negotiates for the team. It's usually they usually have a, like a CFO. Yeah, they usually some of the bigger teams yeah. do. And then, At Andretti, it would be JF. You right. wouldn't be dealing with JF there. And then, yeah, I mean, for some of the smaller teams, like I mean, with Ed, like Ed Carpenter, I think probably does some of that himself. I think he's probably got some yep lawyer help type things. But yeah, yeah. it's got his own guys. Yeah, it's, it kind of works similar to what you said with drivers. The bigger the teams, the more they have people that are special, you yeah. know, especially for this and then that kind of thing. Um, and then the other part of that question was. Top IndyCar drivers, no names. What can they make in annual income? That's hard. It's hard to justify. I would say if 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 oh yeah. I, I don't know you no I don't know what's happening here. It makes me angry 
I think I just farted because I don't know about money. That's the perfect time. It was the perfect timing. <laughs> Top Indigo drivers whew, makes my 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 innards hurt. Let's say I wish they could make five to ten million dollars, but I would say that the most money that anyone's making is five. Oh, you think it's five? I would guess less. Five, maybe less. I mean, I'm talking with with other personal sponsorship deals. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I don't think that's... I mean, we're talking about Scott. No we, chance we IndyCar driver... Not, not a chance an IndyCar driver is making $5 million pure salary from a team. So I'd say three maximum. I three maximum salary. That's what we're talking about with Scott. I mean, maximum salary is $3 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody else is below that. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I think you're talking about... Again, you don't have to name names. But I'm thinking we're, after that, we're talking about... When it comes to pure... Joseph Will, yeah. Simon, Ryan, maybe? No one's making more than $3 million a year. Okay. Not a chance. Are those... When it comes to pure salary, after you add up uh, prize money and... Um, you know, prize money, personal endorsements. Oh, it's still hard to get above three million dollars. Maybe. Who else? Yeah, I bet Dixon is doing well though. With with Lamar, with the sports car stuff he's doing, with personal endorsements. With, I mean, heck, he's wearing Richard Mille watches. I know, hundred fifty grand a piece. You know, oh, I, mean? I know. And so is Simon. So we always try to go up to Kelby and try to steal. Yeah, I, I guarantee yeah. Simon this year. When you win the Indy five hundred, you know, you make half the prize money there. So I'd say million and a half. You know, million, yeah. million two. Plus salary, million five. You know, you you get above three. He's gonna be. I think there aren't that many guys that. I mean, that's without taxes. <laughs> there aren't that many guys that make a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Tough. I'm sure Graham does pretty well. Being Graham does well five, because five year. Yeah. He's yeah. rich. Yeah. Yeah. Simon. But he's I, smart too. Yeah, he's great. Simon, Joseph, Will. I guess that Ryan probably makes. Ryan you know, makes good money. Makes yeah. good money. Yeah. And those are the guys that I would guess. But ever, but let's be honest. Tacuma. They deserve that. Takuma, maybe. Yeah. Drivers deserve. Yeah. I mean. We need to get paid for what we do. I mean, yeah. if you ask me, I mean, I'm I'm still one hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars in debt in the red. So like, I don't, I haven't, made, I haven't been green in years. So that's 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 hard. It's hard to make money in racing, but you can certainly do it. Do you? I've talked. Hinch has talked about this kind of stuff before. Do you? Do you pay for insurance for yourself? Oh, oh yes, you have to pay. Well, I mean, do I, I do yeah. because my parents want me to. Oh really? No, I mean, but yeah, and, but it does. I, I, if I, if I had, if I. I wouldn't want to pay for insurance because it's 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 hard to be insured per race. Like it really is. That's what like I mean. It's a lot of money, yeah, and it takes away from from what you do. But it's like I, it is important. To do you, have. So you do you like when you go race? Yeah, for I, like, I, I am insured. You're insured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's but uh, it's hard. Well, I know. Well, Hinch has talked about how how tough it is before. Yeah, it's, it's hard. He's he's big into that. Yeah. yeah. I always want to do a story on that. So it's good. It's always about. awkward. Yeah. Um, Barry Lee at. Vet six. It's also a good question. Yeah, go ahead and read it. So Barely Vet six T six. When you're driving for different teams, are you required to sign an NDA? Anything to keep you from sharing some trick you learned at Andretti that would help the engineers for Carlin? Um, yeah, there is there is NDA. I think in your in your driver DSA there is there is um, and there is an NDA there. Uh, and realistically, it's all just and it's also uh, you got to be respectful. So for sure, I know that. I'm not going to go to Carlin and say, "Hey, this is exactly what we ran in Andretti." Yep. I think there's. And they wouldn't expect you to. Right? And they wouldn't expect you to do that because because you can't. But but there are certain teams know that drive. I mean, drivers go from different teams. They, I mean, heck, Simon brought his engineer. Yep. From from team to team. Yep. So you know you know there's 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 things that you'll learn there that you can't necessarily say. But it's racing. It's all you know. People do do things differently, and and that's just always the way it's. Is that be. like when a guy like um, Sam? I'm thinking of Rob Edwards because he went from like Schmidt to Andretti. Is that do they have to sign anything, or do they? Pretty I'm sure much, they do. They pretty too. much just like it's a new job essentially. A yeah, but job. I'm sure they have to sign certain things. And honestly, 
you know, if I brought the exact same setup to Carlin anyway, it wouldn't work because because they have different damper programs yeah. already. You know, you, yeah. you couldn't put the exact same spring shocks, uh, you know, uh, um, roll centers, ride heights on the car, and it would work because it, it you know when it comes down to it, there there are different things in the damper programs that would you know you need as well. Okay, all right, we're moving on. Connor Clinton yeah. beard uh, at C Clinton. I think I. I see had two questions, so I put them together, so I'll do that. Yeah. The first we'll just say, thoughts on the concrete on track situation. Did race control make the right call not throwing a yellow? Is that something they could have utilized a, yoke, a local yellow for? Uh, I will tell you that Alexander Rossi was the one who didn't want the yellow the most, but he did say it wasn't in the racing line, didn't cause anybody any trouble, and he was glad they didn't throw the yellow flag. But what do you think? Um, you know, I, I don't know about that. Um... I, I would have thought that would have been a yellow. When I was looking at it, I mean, that was a big piece of the curve. It looked so. like it, but it wasn't, it didn't, I mean, honestly, hindsight's twenty twenty. it didn't end up hurting anybody. It didn't end up hurting anyone, yes, because it was offline, and no one's going to go too wide through that corner, right? right? Unless it's crazy, unless something crazy's happening. Well, they knew about it. I mean, their, their team's telling them, hey, you can't do it anymore, right? I don't know if you looked at it, though, when I was actually looking for this, after the checkered, because drivers are offline after the checkered yeah. to try and put weight on the car, to try and get rubber on the tire to make sure that, you know, for some reason, if there's any, for some reason, if the car would be lightweight at the end, you always want to have more weight on the car. So oh, okay. pick up rubber, pick up debris on the tires after the checkered. So when the car goes over the scales, it weighs more. So I was looking at Alex, and I don't know if you knew, but I don't know if you saw, but he hit something big in that corner. No. Afterward, I saw the steering go like this. So he he must have run over one of those little rocks to try and pick pick, pick up some rubber. Interesting. Um, I don't know what it was, but I saw him run over something there. I'm curious to see what it was. But you can ask him. Um, yeah, know. but I think it was dangerous out there. But I don't. I don't. Again, if I was leading. Definitely not. Well, of course he doesn't yeah. want it, but and, yeah. it, and it was offline, so I think it was okay. Kyle 50, 50. has pretty much said like he, he, but he he has said consistently throughout his tenure that he doesn't want to do anything to disrupt the integrity of the race if possible. Yeah, and and yeah, and that's what he tried. I think that's what he tried to do. I'm not sure if you you know you agree or disagree, but I thought it was if it, something would have happened, a lot of people would have been angry about it, but it didn't, didn't happen. happen so, so there you go. All right, the other question part of it was one more, not asking for any insight info on where he signs, but does Connor think Rossi would go back to F1 if given an opportunity in a competitive car, i.e. Red Bull? That's a great question, but I don't think F1 teams are look, looking at us for that reason. But you don't... So, but yeah, I think he would absolutely go, though. Yeah? If, yeah. The, right, if the right F1 opportunity came? If the right, yeah, if you're talking Red Bull... Hundred percent. I, I think so too. I, again, I think you go. I think people are insulted by that IndyCar fans, but I it think, would be a shame. But I, I think you have to go. I, I don't I think, think you do have to go. If, if, from, if you have to understand, I think you'd have way less fun for two years, oh, and he'd yeah. get unfairly treated. And but to, he would get unfairly treated, and if anything, um, it would be a shame. But uh, but yeah, I think for guys like. Him and Joseph, but and, for sure, and if you get a good opportunity like that. Who, yeah, they've, go. they've dreamed since they were a kid of racing in F one, and if that opportunity sure. came up, I, I don't think it's wrong to say you know that they would try to jump on it. I don't I think the opportunity will come up, but that's yeah. what it is. All right, Andrew and Andy Jones six seven zero four. You could pick. Oh yeah, I added. I, I, I amended this question counter because I wanted you to answer it twice. Okay, you could pick one person, and he said past or present, but I made it past and present to be a teammate with. Who would they be, and why? So. One person, one driver from the past, one person, one driver from the future. Who would mm-hmm. you be teammates with? Interesting. Uh, I, uh, 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 I think past, um, I don't know. Present, 
I mean, I, I, I had the luxury of being teammates with Alex and Ryan already. That's, I thought Alex you said and Alex Ryan are really good teammates. That's why I thought. That's why I wanted to make really, this really pass too. Teammates. I wanted to see what you thought. Is there anybody? I mean, you, you talked about. Didn't you talk about being a big Sam Warnish fan when you were growing up? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would have loved to have seen. I would have loved been teammates with Dan Weldon too. I think that okay. would have been really cool. Um, I think it would have been really cool. I think it would be really, really cool to be teammates with Joseph again. Uh, I, I, I like being teammates with, him, teammates with him and Indy Lights. And Indy Lights. I think it would be really interesting to be teammates with Simon. I would love to see Simon's data and see how he works. Okay. So, it's a lot from the present. Nobody, yes. Nobody else from the past? That, like, I it's hard to judge from Foyer or Mario or anybody like that? Those guys nah, didn't like Because there was no data back, back then. Yeah, and like teammates either. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I thought it was interesting enough. There's anybody you yeah. wish you had raced with, or like, you know, one day you could go. Yeah, who knows? Probably Dan. Okay. Most right. likely. All right, you go ahead the next one. Uh, Connor, you said after, this is uh, Ricky Dunn at Dick Dunn 12. There you good, go. good name. Yep. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Connor, you said after Long Beach that going to the weekend, it was Alex's to lose. Did you get the same sense after Friday? Honestly, no. I didn't get the exact same sense because Colton was super fast, but. I still felt like going to the race, Alex was going to win. Um, didn't tell me that. I know, I didn't tell you that. Even if HSR didn't botch the tire strategy, it still seemed like Alex was going to dominate. Um, also, good luck this weekend at Watkins Glen. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. Yeah. I hope to see you there as well. Um, I think Alex was going to win that whole race yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and it was going to be hard. I think it's going to be hard to beat, especially after seeing Colton on user at the beginning. I was going to say, if Colton was on the exact same tire strategy, maybe he closes the gap of yeah, 30 seconds. Differently. But I think it's still with Alex wins. I think Alex would have won. Yeah. All right, Ryan at Ryan Racer, Race 3R. What two drivers this year do you think are locked for the championship battle? You've already I already discussed that, yes. And Alex. I'm sure Rossi is one of them, but what would be the other? Newgarden, Pagano, or Dixon? I think yeah, except you think Newgarden's your guy. Rossi, Newgarden, Pagano, top three, let's go. Okay. Jordan Brown. That's going to be the battle. At JBB, or I'm sorry, J underscore B10. Connor, yes. what does the driver's schedule look like for the week leading up to a race? Are there a lot of meetings with the team engineers to study the track prior to getting out in the car for practice? Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of meetings. It's usually like one to two, uh, you know, probably, I, I mean, every driver is different, right? I mean, I think there are some drivers who probably don't even show up um, to the shop, but they should, but they get stuff via email and stuff like that. Because again, yeah. you know, some drivers live away from the team. Some don't right? live like the Joseph doesn't live with, at, at, you know, Joseph doesn't live in, 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 in Charlotte Indy. anymore. Or Charlotte, yeah. And, uh, right? and, and Ryan doesn't live in Indy. Um, so a lot of the stuff is done via, yeah. you know, via Skype, via FaceTime, via, you know, via technology, um, and talking to your engineers all the time. But, um, but there are certainly, you know, there are pre-race reports sent out on, you know, the track and last year's setups and last year's information. Each race, for sure, um, there, there's a pre-event report that drivers will go through and the engineers will talk about. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, obviously you'll have a track walk with your engineers. You'll, you'll go through that. Um, and there will be, you know, there will be, there'll be there, it just depends per driver and engineer what they, did, what they like about, uh, you know, what they like to do before races. Also, I'm assuming some sponsorship engagements during the week. Yeah, yeah. There's always one, at least one to two appearances before the weekend for your sponsors. Uh, you know, me and Alex had two. Uh, Al or I had one this weekend before Road America that I did with Alex, and then Alex had you know two on Thursday, one with uh, Capstone and Guests and uh, Symbiont at their their. Um, their plant, uh, their green energy plant. There, um, I heard you enjoyed the the smells of the capstone. And, yeah, well, uh, it was gas, yeah. it was symbiont. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was a uh, basically like um, a, a waste. Uh, basically, you're using food waste to produce green energy. So it's very cool, but yeah, probably, very cool. Probably doesn't smell very good. 
doesn't smell great because you're basically um, digesting, uh, you know, food, uh, food, basically just used food and used <laughs> gas, essentially, just stuff that we use yeah. every day, beer, food, uh, waste production that you use to produce gas. So, I like that beer was on that list. Beer was on it, yeah, so yeah. it smelled like an IPA in there. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, 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 essentially. But, um, but, yeah, so it was... It was all that stuff. So we, Alex and I did that. Alex and I did that with Colton as well. And yeah. then Alex had to go to a Napa appearance. So there's like two appearances there for him, yeah. uh, which is wild. But then we go to the track. Busy week. Busy, busy week. weeks. Yeah, you guys keep you busy. I mean, it's not just yeah. getting out of the track and racing. Yeah. Um, this was the question that I wanted go for to it. get That's to. This is, this is a fantastic question that I really wanted to get. And I know we've gone, been going at this for a long time, so I hope people are still listening. <laughs> um, Brian Kelly at BKIU Flash. Uh, if Rossi or Newgarden drove for one of the big three F1 teams... Could they compete with Hamilton, Botas, etc., or is the gulf in talent simply too large at this point? What point? That is a very offensive last part. If Rossi or Newgarden drove for one of the top three F1 teams, one million percent they are competing with those guys. Absolutely. If you if you gave those time if you gave those guys enough time to get up to speed with Hamilton, Botas, whatever, if you like obviously Leclerc had a rookie season with Sauber, uh, you know, to get things going, um, and and you gave them enough simulator time. You gave them exactly the same stuff that you know Hamilton, all those guys, a hundred percent. You sign Alex to a three-year contract. You sign Joseph to a three-year contract with Ferrari, Red Bull, or Mercedes. Three years, not one, not two, but three years. One hundred percent, they are at the same level, at the same, if not. Very close. Yeah. Very, I, very close. A hundred percent. I you know better than I do. I just don't understand what the golf like what does he think the golf in There is there is not a, like, there is not that Does big he think racing talent. in America makes you a worse driver? It, yeah, it's it's not it's not that different. It's just it's yeah. Well it's harder. We've talked to me. We'll talk about this. It is it's physically way harder right. in IndyCar. Absolutely. I'm not saying the competition's harder, I'm just no. saying physically it's more challenging. Physically it's more challenging over here, but you know, anyone can get used to that. But yeah. But it is 100%. You go to F1, you go with Mercedes, you compete at the same level with your teammate. I, I just, I, yeah. I just, I, I can't stress that enough. I'm glad you, I'm glad you, yeah, I'm excited to do it. All right, last one. And this is actually a good way to finish. Yep. You go, you're both going to be going to Toronto. If so, one capacity is Connor there. Uh, two seater, uh, two seater follow Andretti stuff or Andretti Allsport. Yeah, if you're with Andretti, do you always hang on a certain pit, pit box hospitality? And then are there new uh, Toronto first Yeah, I, I, based on this year's Indy suit. Oh, actually, I, there is. Are there? There is. Yeah, we had them at Indy. Uh, they're Toronto Motorsport people. They they, okay. they they designed me in a green suit uh, with my bearded face, cartoon face. Um, so, yes, those do exist. However, I don't know where they are. I don't know if they still exist. I think it was a short run because I gave a lot of them, actually, the Air Force people at our autograph session because the Air Force people loved them. This year at, I mean, at America? Or no, this year at, at Indy. Indy, yes. Cause say, cause Toronto you... Motorsport people gave them to us uh, for Indy. Okay. Very, very cool. So uh, to answer your first question, yes, I'll be in Toronto. And yes, I'll be in Toronto. And you're hoping you, you unless Ricardo Hunko changes his mind, I'm not racing in Toronto. Okay. Ninety nine percent chance I am not racing in Toronto. <laughs> Are you no two seater? I'm assuming no two seater there either. I, I, I'm sure they have more famous people driving the two seater there that weekend. So I would love to be there, but I cannot be there. Or I would love. I'm not. I'm not going to be there in a driving sense, but I will be there working with the team, probably doing. Um, you know, tours for sponsors and stuff like that. Again, uh, in the pit box, you, I'll be an active reserve driver. <laughs> normally, you're 
with Alex, but I didn't know if you were with maybe with Colton this this time around. No, or? you know, I've been, I've just, I haven't really been, you know, I was, at, I was in the pit boxes and on the stands before Indy, basically just to try and figure out how the team works. Yeah, yeah. But now, now that it's sort of an awkward situation because I'm, you know, also I driven for Carlin and I could potentially do that again. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna overstep boundaries there. I'm not gonna go into the engineering meetings and try and find out more information, yeah, you know, because that was for Indy. And 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 maybe if I sign on with Andretti to do another race before the end of the year, I'll get back on there. Okay. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I I just I'm there to help if I can for tours for their sponsors or whatever and help out and be a part of the team. But but yeah, essentially, you know, I don't I don't necessarily want to dive in there and be too deep into it because it, just out of respect. Is that something honestly? Again, I don't mean to send it. What did, did, is that somebody has to ask you, or are you just going to say? Like, oh, I mean, no, I probably could it. get in there, yeah. but I just, I, I just, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to be respectful of that situation for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. Well, yeah. Um, that's it. We did Twitter questions. We talked about everything. I mean, everything. I was going to say. So this a lot of stuff going on. This should this should keep you guys for a little while. Hopefully, you can maybe even break it up into two listening uh, segments here. Yes. Because we're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. Um, yep. Maybe we'll do a Toronto preview. Maybe not. Not sure. I mean, two weeks from now, we can decide then. Yeah, we can figure that out. We've got some vacation. Take some time to enjoy the 4th of July yeah. and live it up a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm getting married on the 4th of July weekend. What? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to be... Did not know that. Yeah, I know. Hey, good, good for you. Jim's going to be having a time. So, yeah. I'll be uh, July... Congratulate 5th. Jim on his, on his marriage. If you're still here at the end of this, use hashtag uh, Jim Gets Hitched. Hashtag Jim Gets Hitched. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped. And uh, that's amazing. Fair. If you use that, I'll favorite it, and I'll, I'll, I'll love that you do that. <laughs> Jim will also like that, and so will his, uh, his wife. Yes. His future wife, my, excuse me. My bride-to-be, yes. Bride-to-be. Uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us. You can find us, oh yeah, supposed to tell you, IndyCar Weekly now has its own iTunes channel. So you don't oh, have... iTunes channel. Woo! Big alert. Still no sponsor, but we're working on that. Uh, yes. IndyCar. IndyCar Weekly, search it on iTunes and you'll find it. It won't just you don't have to go through the Indy Star Sports Day like you used to. You can do just search. I think you actually think you might be able to search my encounter's name and you'll find it. So, Boom. Very exciting yeah. stuff. And yeah, so we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us. Hope you liked it.